0: This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground... It's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. Welcome to this week's podcast. Now, if you've been to Newcastle recently, you may well have spotted something a little bit unusual where old Sainsbury's used to be. A rather large tent has appeared in the car park, and that's because the circus is coming to town. But did you know the man who invented circus as we know it actually comes from round here and that the invention took place 250 years ago this year? Well, if you didn't, and even if you did, you'll want to listen to this.
1: My name's Andrew Van Buren and I'm an illusionist, uh, plate spinner, circus skills, showman and pushing the Philip Astley project forward.
0: So tell me then a little bit about the Philip Astley project.
1: Okay, well, the the Philip Astley project started uh, just uh, three or four years ago, but it's built on a background and foundation that was started a great many years before that by my father. Uh, My dad, in his early days, ran away and joined the circus. Uh, Long story, but that's basically what happened. And he became a performer, but he always, as a child, knew about Philip Astley. And he heard the stories about Philip Astley, the war escapades, and the fact that uh, this man had created the circus. He invented the 42-foot ring. He was uh, a master equestrianist. And he's the man that brought in the human performers with the horses and put on the circus as it was then. So um, my dad always thought that uh, Philip Astley didn't get the recognition that he deserved. And when we moved to this area, well, I was born here in Newcastle, um, 1982, my dad had persuaded the Carnival Committee and Council to put on a themed carnival about Astley and circus, which had been greeted by who? Never heard of him. Who's this Philip Astley? And um, it was a one-off thing. That was it. And then 1991, uh, I was friends with um, the Royal Dublin School of Sculpture Students And I persuaded and funded the making of a life-size statue of Philip Astley for the 1992 celebrations that we we put on, um, which were celebrating the 250th anniversary of Astley's birth, 1742, Newcastle under Lyme. He was born. And at the end of that, no one really wanted to know about Astley. It had all died out, so we put the statue in a shipping container. And it was forgotten about until about 2010 when I realised that 2018 would be the 250th anniversary of Astley creating the circus. So we got the statue back out. I tried to push Astley wherever possible, talking to people, and eventually met Wensley Nayland, councillor Wensley Nayland from Keele. Spoke to her about it, showed her the statue, and she was blown away. She was like, oh my God, people should know about this. And then, cutting the very long story short, the Astley Project was formed... And we've been pushing now for a few years in promoting to the world Philip Astley, born in newcastle under lyme 2018 is the 250th anniversary of his uh, creating the Circus Ring. And it's a launchpad, really, that um, hopefully is going to take things further.
0: Why do you think he isn't as well-known here as you'd like him to be?
1: Uh, Well, it's a profit in his own land, isn't it? Uh, it, It's like anything. I mean, the good thing with the the Astley project is that this time... Um, we've we've got a lot of people come on board that are key people of the area, like Ray Johnson, Staffordshire Film Archive. Uh, we've got the New Vic Theatre uh, interested in on board. We've got uh, Staffordshire University, I Miss mean, Staffordshire University, Kat Evans. She manages a project for us. Keele University, Newcastle College. There's um, quite a few like the Civic Society on board. So this time, what's happened is there's a lot of people realizing. Not just the the history side of it of it, but also the future potential. And I think this is something that until now, nobody actually realized that uh, as one of the things that I say is that when you think of what William Shakespeare did for Stratford-upon-Avon, then what can Philip Astley do for Newcastle Underline? Astley is our Shakespeare. And I think it's one of those things that in the past people haven't really realized the potential and the possibilities and the importance of his creation of the circus it, without him you wouldn't have um you wouldn't have art that's themed on circus you wouldn't have films you wouldn't have stories around the circus you wouldn't have uh well circuses touring the world there'd be no le cirque de soleil or anything at all like that so when you think about it his impact has been massive but i think there's a modesty in newcastle and the the potteries of you know, we, we don't really sing about what we've got here. There's so many talented people in the area, not just in the entertainment business. You know, across the board, when you think of the pot banks, the people that have had the artistic skills, the creative skills, and these people are still out there, but just don't seem to be celebrated. And I think that should change.
0: Tell me a little bit more about Philip Astley then. How how important was it that he did create that circus?
1: Well, I mean, the thing with philip Astley, as i've said he he was born in Newcastle in underlineme um january seventeen forty two and he grew up with his father, who was a cabinet maker and lived in Newcastle, we think in the town centre we've got um records that show that, and his father was a bit of a tyrant, he was a cabinet maker who had a temper basically. And eventually, Philip left home. He joined the Royal Dragoons, which was newly formed, which was a crack elite squad of military on horseback. And he excelled. I think one of the reasons he excelled is because, from descriptions of Philip Astley, one of the quotes is that he was um, a giant man with the proportions of a Hercules and the voice of a stentor. So when you think, that that's a big man with uh, a big, powerful voice. I mean, they say he was six foot six, so a six foot six man on the back of a horse, and the size of the horse to take him. That's a, a, you know, you get out of his way if he was coming towards you. So I think that's that's the thing with Astley. He was such a big, powerful character that carried through when he left the military. He then became uh, one of those people that um, where he needed to do something else. You know, so he was demobbed. He then uh, went on to set up a riding school in London, which he created in 1768, and at Arpinay Hatch on the south side of the Thames. And as well as teaching the riding, on top of that, he would put on equestrian displays. Amongst the displays, it was always him on the horseback doing these incredible manoeuvres. His wife, Patty, used to also do demonstrations on horseback, and she'd bang the drum, drumming up the trade kind of thing as well. And um, from there it developed really with Astley, he he realised that it needed more, he set up the second riding school, he moved then to um, the south side of Westminster Bridge, built an amphitheatre there, a purpose built building, and realised you needed more than just the horses, so he brought in the human performers like the clowns, the acrobats, the trapeze workers, put them all together. And the other thing he realized is that to get a horse up to a gallop and the optimum size is 42 foot. The diameter of the ring is now 42 foot, which is his dimension. And that's become the world standard 42 feet diameter circus rings. So he really is the man that gelled it all together and put it together. And it's a bit like a sandwich maker. All of the components are out there. But it's how you put it together that makes it work. And that's what he did. And uh, he exported it then. He was invited over to France, he went over there, he built an amphitheatre over there, he was invited by uh, Marie Antoinette, and everything was going great until the French Revolution. And he was captured, he escaped, he came back to the UK, Uh, so you can see the kind of character he was, and then when the revolution calmed down, well, you've got a theatre over there, you're going to go back and see if it's still there, aren't you? So he went back and he found it was still there, but he then discovered Napoleon had been using it as a barracks. So, what do you do then? Of course, you charge Napoleon rent, and he got it, <laughs> <laughs> so he got the rent off Napoleon for the use of his theatre as a barracks and I mean that was the man he died in Paris he's buried buried in the uh, parcha cemetery, and unfortunately, there's no marker there to him, so this is why I think it's important that Newcastle is birthplace embraces him and brings him home basically
0: and that's what you're working on it's a very personal project isn't it
1: yeah because as i said with my dad it, it's something that i've grown up with knowing about astley uh, he's always told me the, the stories about philip astley with him putting that uh, show on the carnival in 1981 it was a great one-off event but then in 92 with the statue my father and i put our hands in our pockets and we've you know we invested and it was such a shame that nothing no one could see the potential and we just think that's such a shame because as i said earlier there's so much potential for this area i mean i've done a lot of work with my own shows in the middle east and they realized that they've got oil the oil bought anything they wanted they've built these empires like dubai Sharjah, qatar places like that built on oil they also realized that oil is running out so they need something else and that's where they've started a tourism trade and I think it's the same for the potteries. We've got shops in Newcastle and in Staffordshire, we've got the pot banks. But what else is there? We've got some wonderful things. But we think in Newcastle, particularly, it needs something extra to help the economy. And I think if the locals can realise that Shakespeare analogy, if Astley is our Shakespeare, when you look at Stratford-upon-Avon, the potential is to do the same here because it's a man who's affected the world.
0: Your campaign is not just about Newcastle, though, is it? It's about circus itself recognising Philip Astley. Yeah,
1: it's about everybody, really. It works on a lot of different levels now. It started off trying to complete my father's work, um, as well as gaining Astley recognition. On top of that now, I think the, the circus industry is greatly misunderstood because the first thing that people say is, oh, animals, cruelty. That's the first thing that people come to mind with. Well you know, without even getting into the argument of whether it's cruel or not for the wild animals, and just incidentally, the wild animals were introduced after Astley died by a man called Van Hamburg, an American. Astley was all about the horses, and he wrote a book on humane training methods, in fact, of horses. The wild animal aspect was was an era that's evolved. It, it arrived, it's going. It is going now, unfortunately, for for the shows that have the animals, I mean, I've just returned from Monte Carlo and they've got the animal aspect there. But the majority of shows are human performers or domesticated animals and human performers. And so it's gone back to its roots, the circus industry has, of what Astley created. And I think people need to have a greater understanding of this as well. So it's Astley getting recognition. It's the circus industry being understood more. And on top of that, it's newcastle under getting recognition on the world map for where this man was born. And as, as I mentioned, Monte Carlo, I've just returned from there, where Prince Albert and Princess Stephanie agreed to unveil a plaque to Philip Astley in Monte Carlo. So there's now a permanent marker. And whereas in the past they just knew, oh, Philip Astley created the circus in London, they now know and acknowledge there was a man called Philip Astley, born in newcastle under who created the first circus in London. So Newcastle Under Lyme is now well and truly become Im- embedded around the world. The Mo- Monte Carlo have acknowledged it. The Budapest Circus Festival have just paid tribute to Astley. Um, there's the Cirque du Domaine in Paris that's done the same. We've had people over the last 12 months visiting from Brazil, Portugal, Spain, Italy to come here to the birthplace of Astley and learn about Astley. But unfortunately, there's not a lot to show. So I think this is where we need to help places like, for instance, the Brampton Museum which is a great museum. And, you know, they need to expand what they've got and put a permanent show on there about Astley. So I I think we need some markers like permanent statues, etc. I'm not saying turn it into circus town, although people may have something to say about the politicians, but I won't go into that. But, you know, let's make it something to be proud of and the town somewhere to be proud of and help the heritage.
0: When you see Philip Astley getting the recognition he deserves...
1: Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, I'm I'm very patriotic of where I was born. You know, I, I love the area. Um, I was born bread and buttered here. I, I, you know, I've got a little girl now. She's growing up here. And I'm very proud of the potteries. I mean, one of the things I do in, in the Illusion show, and you may have seen it on the television, is the plate spinning, the plates, real plates on the sticks. I mean, wherever I go... If I do the plate spinning, I feel like I've got part of home with me. The so they're all made here. And it, it's like the last time we did the generation game. You know, I, I, one of the agreements was that I could say that I came from Stoke-on-Trent. And this is the thing. But this is another point. I mean, you mentioned, you know, I come from Silverdale. Um, they think it's a late district. You say I come from Newcastle. They think it's Newcastle-on-Tyne. So I have to say Stoke. Well, wouldn't it be great if you say I come from Newcastle Ah, the birthplace of Philip Astley. We know where that is. That's what I'd like.
0: Well, I'm sure we'll be hearing more from Andrew and more about Philip Astley throughout the year. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Facebook. You're looking for Cultural Quarter of an Hour podcast. On Twitter, it's at CQHpod. And don't forget, we've got our website too. That's cqhpod.co.uk. I am actually looking for some guest bloggers for the website this year. If you'd like to know more, then please get in touch. In the meantime, we'll be back next Wednesday.